Hello, welcome to another episode of Academy Days. I'm your author and host, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, episode 61, A Classic Case. Lacey Winters readjusted her position on the floor pillow, stretching her legs out in front of herself. Little needles of pain prickled up her calves. How long had she been sitting here, reading? She looked towards the clock that hung above the couch where the two suspects sat doing homework. Nearly an hour? She fingered the pages of the inspirational novella. She'd already sped-read through half of it, probably because it was as predictable as Nora always prophesied. Nora, the girl who looked oddly peaceful lately and who'd stopped avoiding debate class. She'd also apparently forgotten all about Miss Page's suspicious relatives and this whole bookish mystery. He's coming, said the boy. Ramsey, right? He tapped his phone and then slid his school stuff into his backpack. The girl, Nora had called her Nadia. The girl put away her literature book and got up off the couch. Without saying another word, the two of them strolled between some bookshelves and out of sight. Lacey scrambled to her feet. Who was coming? Ramsey and Nadia's dad? A friend? Maybe she should figure out where these two lived. It might be useful knowledge for the investigation. Lacey kept a finger in her book and circled around to the wall opposite the front counter. She'd watch and listen from behind the comic books and those large art books people like to put on their coffee tables. Nadia was leaning on the front counter, gazing at the glass-doored shelves that held the antique books Miss Page kept on display. Can I look at Oliver Twist again? she asked. It's so pretty. Sure, honey. Miss Page climbed a ladder, opened the top door of the display, and pulled a book from amongst the gold-leafed and scrolled spines. It is in wonderful condition, isn't it? Nadia took the book and settled into an armchair near the front window, right beside the counter. People would pay a lot for these books, Aunt Page. Oh, I know, Miss Page closed the display case, but I want my bookstore to be a place where anyone, with or without money, can enjoy the fine things of life. I keep the books for people to read in the shop. What would a collector do? Lock it up in a house where only he or she could enjoy it? What a waste. Nadia sighed. I suppose so, Aunt Page. Lacey peered around a stuffed Snoopy next to a stack of Peanuts comics and scanned the area for Ramsey. Where had that guy gone? This was not good. If Nadia decided to hightail it out of the shop with the early edition of Oliver Twist, neither Lacey nor Page would be able to catch her. Well, Time to peruse one of the valuable tomes herself. Lacey meandered towards the front counter, flipping open a cover here, inspecting an author's name there. At last she stood, fiddling with the decorative pens in the holder near the cash register. Miss Page, one of my favorite classics is Little Women. Do you have any of Alcott's work in the rare books display? I do indeed, Miss Page beamed. One moment. Lacey angled her body to keep an eye on Nadia while Miss Page wheeled the ladder into place again, climbed it, and reached towards the top right glass door. Nadia was just looking at this book the other day. I guess all girls identify with at least one of the Alcott sisters. 
She found the book and climbed back down. Personally, I'm afraid I was a bit of an Amy as a teen. Always worried about my looks. A lot of good it did me, too. She laughed and gently placed the cloth-bound volume in Lacey's hands. Take a seat over there by Nadia. It's a dear sight to my eyes. Teenagers enjoying books. I never believed Myra Lynn. She's my next-door neighbor. She declares teens don't care about anything but becoming social media influencers. What does Myra know? She can't even text. Lazy smiled and took a seat next to Nadia. Nadia gave her some kind of unwelcoming glance and then flipped a whole chunk of pages. Either she was just reading favorite quotes, or she wanted the highlights of the plot. Lacey flipped open to the title page of Little Women and peeled the corners of the table of contents away from the beginning of chapter one. Old, maybe, but it almost felt like nobody had ever read this book since the day it was printed. Lacey skimmed through the first chapter, looking up once when Ramsay sauntered up to where they sat and took the seat on the other side of Nadia. Lacey peeled up the edges of chapter two and kept reading. Maybe she and Nora had pegged these kids all wrong. Maybe they just loved literature, took it outside, and chatted on the phone about it. Whatever. People were all different. Nadia shifted in her seat, the cushions rustling, and stood stretching. Got any cookies left, Aunt Paige? Sure do. Just don't get buttery grease on that book. Okay. Nadia placed Oliver Twist on the little table by her chair and stepped over to the counter. She and Miss Paige chatted about almond flour versus white bleached. Was Nadia also a foodie or something? Ramsay yawned, stood up, stared out the front window, and then, and then sat in Nadia's vacated chair. Lacey tensed. Ramsay, a dashingly gorgeous boy, had chosen the seat next to her. When there were other chairs available, why? Did he think she was intoxicatingly beautiful? Should she say, hi? Comment on the weather? Offer him a chocolate from the candy dish on the coffee table in front of them? The words on the page in front of her blurred. She'd pick up the candy dish, a lock of her perfectly curled hair falling across her shoulder, lean towards him, the sun catching the crystal on the bowl and reflecting in the sparkling green of her eyes, and, and she'd look up at him, up into the storm-tossed, piercing ocean gray of his gaze, and... I think I'm heading home, Nadia. Ramsay stood. You coming? In a bit. Okay, don't forget about Oliver Twist. I won't. Ramsay placed the book back onto the side table, picked up his backpack, and pushed through the front door. Gone, without a commentary on the weather, chocolate, or how exactly one managed to possess a piercing, stormy gaze. Nadia returned to her seat and picked up Oliver Twist. The afternoon sun came out from behind the clouds and shimmered across the deep maroon of its cover. It was beautiful, almost new-looking. How much had Miss Page paid for antiques of this quality? Aunt Page, the front door opened, and Ramsay poked his head inside. Somebody spilled a latte right in front of the door. Do you have a bucket? I'll wash it into the street. Be right there. Miss Page bustled into a supply closet. The shrill squeak of a spigot turning and the rush of water said she was filling a bucket. She lugged it outside and the front door clinked shut. Hmm. Nadia sighed contentedly. 
Oh, it's almost six. She'll be locking up soon. I think I'll put my book back for her. Want me to shelve yours, too? Wait, was this the moment? The moment Nadia would dash off with Miss Page's treasures? Well, Lacey might as well catch her in the act. Thanks. Lacey smiled, all sweet-like, and closed little women. Running her fingers down the uncreased spine one last time, it was so beautiful. Here, hold both of them while I move the ladder. Okay. Lacey followed Nadia to the glass display cases and waited while Nadia pushed the ladder into place and climbed up to open the top doors. Would this be it? Nadia would drop something heavy on Lacey's head and run off with Jane Eyre or the Hound of the Baskervilles. But no. Nadia was leaning down to take the books from Lacey. She'd just slid the two volumes back into their respective places when Miss Page came back into the room. Oh, thank you, dears. And that was it. Nadia left. Miss Page offered Lacey the last cookie, locked the cash register, and switched off the lights. They left the shop, and Miss Page locked the door. Lacey stepped over the wet splotch on the sidewalk. Have a good evening, Miss Page. Oh, you too, Lacey. Miss Page bustled off, her purse tight under her arm. Lacey picked at a leaf on the turtle toporary. What had just happened? Had she and Nora's mystery just poof, gone up in smoke? Nadia and Ramsey had acted like very nice teens visiting their aunt's bookshop to do homework. Lacey found her scooter in the otherwise empty bike rack near the pet supply store. Across the street, Ramsey strolled out of the alley in between Turn the Page and the Schroeder Bakery. The front door of the bakery opened, and out stepped Nadia. Huh. So, Nadia had wanted a snack, and Ramsey was... trying to get his steps in for the day while he waited for her? Lacey glanced down at her sparkly conveyance. Really, if she was going to be a spy, she needed less conspicuous transportation. She watched the two walk up the street and stop in front of a post box. Ramsey handed Nadia an envelope. She slipped it into a larger one, licked the flap, and stuck it through the mail slot. They continued on their way. Well, Oliver Twist was way too big to fit into an envelope, so what had Ramsey and Nadia just mailed? Lacey coasted across the street and down to the post box. Would it be illegal to put a piece of chewed gum on a stick and fish up the envelope? Probably and also very likely to produce a fail. When was the mail picked up? Lacey peered at the notice on the side of the box. 11 a.m. Monday through Saturday. Great. Her parents were leaving Saturday, pulling out around 11, in fact. She'd never make it down here to snoop when the postal service person emptied the box. Not that any law-abiding post person would show Lacey private mail anyway. This was impossible, and really, was there any mystery to investigate anyway? She'd seen Nadia, put the books back, had been in the shop after the siblings left, and had watched Miss Page lock the door to the empty shop. Who did Lacey think she was? Nancy Drew. Not a chance. She was way too wimpy to investigate dark, spooky places. She'd failed to solve two mysteries now. Where London had gone and what the siblings were up to around the bookstore. Time to give up detective work and just go home for some mac and cheese. After all, 
She had very few days left to enjoy Mom's delicious cooking before her parents left for Europe. Lazy scootered towards home with an unsettled feeling in her stomach. Maybe hunger. Maybe just a vague sense that things in her life were slightly off-kilter. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. Of course, if you'd like to support me, the author, you can go click on support in the show notes below. Thanks so much. Bye.